Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. We vote, we protest, but what about our money? Is there a way we can line up our money with the kind of world we'd like to build? This is exactly what I'm exploring on this show. Thank you so much for all of your emails and DMs with all of the questions and topics that you're wondering about. So here's this week's letter. Growing up, my experience with giving was giving to my church. My parents would tithe to the church, and every week they would give us kids $1 each to put into the collection plate. To be honest, by the time I was a teenager, I would pocket the money sometimes. (laughs) I felt like my parents were chumps and blindly giving instead of really analyzing what was being done with the money. And it wasn't just a blind faith. I think what bothered me too was that they were giving because they were told to give like an obligation or something, like they were programmed to give. So now I'm entering my middle age and I'm starting to feel like maybe I need to be more generous. I've broken ties with the church, but there are other things I care about. And whenever I think about donating, I remember my parents and their robotic relationship to giving. I don't want donating to feel like a chore or a reaction to guilt. Any tips? Thank you for sending in this letter. I really appreciated the amount of self-reflection that it took to be able to take that step back and see how your relationship with giving has evolved. You know, I would love to also be able to hear your parents' perspective on their church giving. I'd love to know if they felt like it was something they did because it was expected of them or because they wanted to do it. And Does it matter that it was so programmed that it was automatic? You know, that's what I was thinking about after I read your letter. Because when we talk about automatic habits, the first thing a lot of us probably think about is brushing our teeth. It's one of the best things we do for ourselves every day. But I don't think that the automatic aspect of it diminishes just how great of a thing it is to do. And I'm wondering if that's the case for your parents, too. If giving for them was something that they decided was a great decision for them, and then they sort of set it and forget it. Or they said, set it and forgot it. (laughs) But like you said, you're your own person now. You're forging your own path. You're creating your own relationship with money. I know lots of folks that give including to their religious institutions, for so many different types of reasons. I've heard the theory that giving sort of loosens our grip on money, which can help us to not be as beholden to money. And I've heard some people say that the looser grip on money actually brings more generosity into their own lives. I've heard some people say that they felt like more money opportunities came to them when they were generous with their own money. I'm not even sure if I'm explaining that correctly. So ask one of your hippy dippy friends <laughs> something about energetic centers or something, chakras. I don't know. Ask around. But I also know people that give because they're genuinely excited about what their money can accomplish, whether your focus is on building cultural institutions or filling in gaps for people who need help or joining the fight against climate change. So I'm not here to defend your parents' church. But what I wanted to say is that some people find it motivating to give as a group. They feel like their resources can go further when they're pulled together 
And honestly, sometimes you just don't have time to do the work. You just have the time to hand over the money to fund the work. I was just talking with a friend recently about a plan that she has set up with her sibling to take care of their elderly parent. One sister is going to pay for everything, and the other sister is going to work through the logistics of hiring their at-home nurses and outfitting their home with everything they need so they can age in place. I've sometimes been so busy that I desperately wished I could find someone with the time and resources and know-how to get something done, something that's really important to me, like organizing an after-school program for kids in my neighborhood. Um, And I've desperately wished that I could just hand someone a check and know that it would get done. So there are a lot of reasons that some people get excited about giving, and it doesn't have to be driven by guilt. You know, so as you embark on figuring out your own relationship to giving, I wanted to suggest some steps that might be helpful. First thing is to try to think through what your values might be. There's probably one or two areas that tend to bubble to the top when you think about all the good your money can do. It might be broad like climate change or it might be really specific like cleaning up the Anacostia River outside your window. Don't overthink this step, especially in the beginning. Your giving is dynamic. Your priorities will change, and that's fine. You can ask yourself questions like, what's the biggest problem we're facing as a society or as a neighborhood or as a community? You can ask yourself, who is being overlooked? What is chronically underfunded? Just starting with those sorts of questions is a really solid start to identify a priority area for your giving. Second step I want to encourage you to consider is to look for opportunities to make giving a part of your routine. I'm thinking about holidays, birthdays, each pay period, maybe tax season. I've seen people do this with their birthday, for example, every year. They give some amount of money, and sometimes they bring friends into it as well. That could be a really easy place to start is setting up annual giving on your birthday. And while we're talking about routines, if keeping track of donations is important to you for your own sake or for tax purposes, one easy thing I like to do is I have a folder on my computer called Giving, And every time I get a receipt for a donation in my email or a thank you over email, um, I immediately make a PDF and save it in that giving folder. The name of the PDF is always the dollar amount and the organization. So it might say Eritrean Diaspora Network, $250. And what I like is to be able to once a year, briefly scan through those receipts to see, and sometimes they're not receipts, sometimes they're thank you notes or whatever. I'll take a picture and put it in the folder because I like to be able to look through the folder very quickly and see where my spontaneous giving went for the year. A third step I want to encourage you to consider is to start donating even while you research a great place to give. In other words, try to avoid analysis paralysis. We don't expect perfection for any other dollar that we spend. When we spend $10 on toilet paper, we don't sit and think through, okay, well, $1 of that was actually spent on the actual toilet paper. $4 was spent on transportation. $3 was spent 
on those ads with the bears. $3 was spent on paying all the people who work for the toilet paper company. We don't stand there at the shelf and say, only $1 is actually going to making the actual toilet paper. I'm not going to buy this. Now, we look at the options on the shelf and we say, okay, this one best fits my needs for now. You would never leave the store without toilet paper. And so I want to encourage you to adopt a little bit of that mindset when you're looking at where you want to donate. Every single dollar is not going to go towards programmatic expenses, and that's okay. You might not even find a group that does every single activity that you want them to do. That's okay, too. I'd encourage you to get started, start giving there, and then continue your research. Keep your eyes open. And the great thing about giving is that it gives you some skin in the game. You pay more attention, which will lead you to other opportunities to give. So those are some thoughts on creating your own relationship to giving. I hope you'll keep in touch and let me know how it goes for you. And if you do have the opportunity to ask more about your parents' relationship to their own giving, I'd love to hear about that too. Thanks for joining today's discussion. You can always send in your questions or topics by emailing the address in the show notes. It's spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. You might be wondering how you can support the show. I hope I hope you're wondering about how you can support the show. There are a number of ways to do this. You can subscribe on whatever platform you prefer for your podcasts. You can share an episode with a friend. That's probably the biggest help you could provide right now. You can write a review for the show. Uh, Click around on your app. See if it lets you give the show five stars. Thanks so much for your support. And let's talk again soon. Thank you.